Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Earlier we chatted uh, to an industrial psychologist about the benefits of a four-day working week. Well, we have a four-day working week ahead of us. We know how South Africans love their public holidays and their long weekends. But could it work for us from a fiscal perspective? I have my doubts. Joining us now is Professor Peter Bauer. He's an economist from the University of Johannesburg, and he's going to chat to us about the impact of a four-day work week on the economy. A very good afternoon, Professor. Good afternoon. Professor what, in, in, in layman's terms, would the effect be currently looking at the status of South Africa of a four-day work week? Well, it, it depends very much on the businesses themselves. Uh, we, we can't just sort of generalize. Um, in, in essence, what we're looking at is, is, is a number of studies that have been done in many of the developed countries where a four-day work, work day has actually been um, tested. What they found on the positive side was that there's greater level of uh, motivation amongst employers, uh, sorry, employees. There's been a, a greater um, level of retention of workers. And we, what we've also found is that um, people generally have been more positive towards the idea. But when we start looking at within South Africa, we need to reconsider some of the serious aspects of where we're standing. I mean, if we're sitting at, at very high levels of unemployment, we're looking at level of, uh, extreme levels of inequality. We, we've, got to, we've got to really see, like, in terms of each of the businesses, how this will actually impact us. So, for example, for the, for the employee who's working within the environment, if we're going to move to a four-day work, working day, does that, a working week, does that mean that we're going to increase the number of hours that a worker is going to be expected to perform during the week. So, so in, in essence, you know, with, with a longer weekend, it, it may be positive for the employee, but depends on the businesses. How are the costs going to be redistributed back to the employee and to the producer who is employing the people? And those are the two critical questions that we need to look at. So my concern, of course, is... There have been these studies that you've mentioned. There's the Irish model. There's the Spanish model where it has been a great incentive for people to reach their goals, to work harder so that they can have the shorter week. The South African state of affairs, though, we see that a lot of people rely on the informal sector. So you have a lot of hawkers who make their money from people going to and coming back from work, who place their stalls at informal transportation, such as our minibus taxis, as well as at formal transportation, our trains and our buses. Would they be impacted severely by a shortened week? You know, in essence, it depends, again, on many of the informal traders. The informal traders are working literally 24-7. So many of them are out seven days a week, irrespective so where we've actually really got to start focusing on is in terms of the formal sector employment. So the informal sector, yes, the, we, we, can, we, can, we can boil it down to, to things like, for example, reduced travel costs, more time for the family, more time for, for, for household, household chores, uh, raising a family, for example. These are critical issues that, that determine the, the wellness and the well-being of families. But if you start taking a little bit look, uh, sort of, sort of a, an extended view in terms of the formal sector, 
um, many of these businesses have to absorb the additional costs. So, for example, if we're working a four-day week, do we need to now employ additional people, which is additional cost to the producer? And that's going to raise prices. So you're going to have an inflationary pressure on businesses. Businesses are going to take a lot of strain in terms of, for example, um, the cost, the cost, the cost benefit of employing these people. And then if you take a look at the household, if, if people are employed, for example, for a four day week, are they going to cope with additional hours on a day to day basis? Or alternatively, what we're going to look at is if they're employed for the same number of hours, but for a day less every week, are we going to be paying them a, 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 a lower wage for that period of time? And in that case, what we're going to start experiencing is that there are going to be costs to both, both, both the household. For example, myself, I mean, if I had a 20% reduction in terms of my, my salary, I don't know if I'd make it to the end of the end of the month. And then in terms of the producer, those additional costs of restructuring, re-engineering, re-planning your, 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 your employment models. Well, I appreciate you summing it up for us. There's so much to actually look at. It's not just industry-related, not just informal or formal. There are a lot of different aspects that play into this. Thank you so much. That was Professor Peter Bauer. He's an economist from the University of Johannesburg who was chatting to us about the impact of a four-day work on our economy.